0: All right, good evening, hope all of you are doing well. Today we are learning Daph Lamid Dalet in Maseches Rosh Hashanah. For those of you who have been keeping track, I have. Today is 25% of all of Shas. Daph Lamid Dalet at 25.00 something percent of all of the Daf. I don't have that. I'm, we could figure it out that I don't know. But uh, Baruch Hashem, we've made it a quarter of the way through Shas. Um, the videos that I started with had a lot less gray hair. Uh, and i will <laughs> I'll, I'll blame that on the room instead of on my age but uh, uh let's get started we're on Lamadal. what we're going to do tonight is learn un- until i have hair that's true i'm going to learn until the last 10 lines or so on Lamadhe. hey we'll save that for shabbos and again we'll have a, a seam a deluxe kiddush on on shabbos with rolls to be otis suda together we'll bench together we'll probably sing a little bit i'm just guessing um but i saw the food that's being ordered and it's ridiculous so please uh, feel that's free to join cool. yeah it's going to be great one third so of the way down. We, the after the seem's going to be right after davening. Inshallah, okay. like from the pulpit, right inshallah. So we'll finish it right right there. We'll finish it, and then um, uh, and then we'll go to kiddush. So yesterday we were discussing uh, how we know that we do tkia followed by whatever the requirement is. Uh, let's say a trua followed by a tkia. How do we know that that's the case? Those are not required. We, we say that they're all required, me the rest. So how do we know that that's the case? So, we learned yesterday either a Hekish or a, a gzei reshava about Shvi'i Shvi'i. And today we're going to learn another Shita on this topic. Says the Gemara, high Tana, we're 12, 15 lines down or so, 15 lines down, Lama middle of the line. high Tana, Ma'i Silab, me mi Midbar. The, there's another Tana that learns out this halacha of when the when the T'Kiyah, X, T'Kiyah, those t'kia that are bookending a Truah. We learned that from somewhere else. The beginning of the B'raisa doesn't talk about it, but at the end of the B'raisa, we'll talk about it. The Tanya, the B'raisa, writes, quoting the Pasuk, <laughs> those are different types of T'kiyas. So the B'raisa says, maybe not. You, you think that these T'kiyas are different. Maybe the Pasuk is just saying the same thing, but in, in two different words. So it says, the The Pasuk says explicitly that you're being Tokea and you're not being to- so therefore we see the, the pasuk clearly indicates and then the braisa continues with the part that we actually need for our purpose which is how do you know that there's a before and after how do we know that we have a regular t'kia before the trua Says and how do we know that we have it afterwards uh, so we see that we have both before and after. But Rabbi ben Benoshov, Ben He says we don't need that at all. Why not? Because uh, the words uh, are repeated in the Torah. The words, as we will see in a, mo- in a moment, Uskatim, Trua, are in multiple psukim. It says it a second time. And therefore, because it says it a second time, Shein, Tamil Lomar we don't need it to have two times. So therefore, Why did we have it again? Because says the Gemara, Zebonaab, Shekolm, Shinem, are Trua, Tehates, that every time that there's going to be a trua, there's going to be a tiah that is that is going to be mashed with it. And therefore, li ba Midbar. All, the, those Psukim, they're only speaking about the Midbar. So, how do we know that we're talking about Rosh Hashanah Miklal? The Rosh Hashanah mean nine, truah truah Chua, Ligzerashava. And that's how he answers his question. That was what we started with. We said, How do we know about the psutim We don't need to learn it from the psukim, it therefore must be from the xeroshava of trua trua. And now let's get into some more of the halachos. Although I will add that we're going to be doing drashos until approximately. I don't know, another eight lines or so, 10 lines or so, something like that, maybe more. Uh, and then we'll get into some very practical halachic pieces. But this is, this is like really the, the engine that makes, a, makes halacha tick, which is understanding these drushas. So let's push here. We're a little bit more than halfway done. There are three truos that we say in Rosh Hashanah. So that's what we do. T'kiyah, truatkiya, t'kiyah, truatkiya. Tzikiotzki there's three tzikias and three truas in a row that are bookended each of them by tzikias so says the gemara what are the psakim that support this shalah truas and mr brushana number 1 psak number 1 shaba shaba sonzik zikron shua number 2 yom trua yom trua and number 3 va shofar shofar These are the three psakim that indicate we're obligated to have the trua that sound and says the gemara ushtei tzikiot ha'alachas ve'achas And each of the truas are bookended so that's a total of nine matzin lemadeim shalah truas ve shesh tzikiot number brushana you have uh, three tzikiot each of them are bookended by uh, three of three truos, Each of them are bookended by tekiahs. That leads to a total of nine. And then says the Gemara, how many of these truos are del and how many of the truos are derabanan. rabbanan So says the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, four lines before the wide lines, on says the Gemara, two of the three are explicit in the Torah. The and one of them is a dinder What is this rooted in? Well, we said there were three psukim, but not all three psukim are necessarily available to teach us that each of the truos are going to be Do-Raisa. So that's what the Gemara says four lines before the wide lines. Two of the, of the psukim are still viable, are still available, I should say, which teach us that there are going to be Two of the truas are deal raisa so according to this opinion, how do we break up the psukim? Shabason zikron chuata shofar trua midibretora. These two psukam mean that we're gonna have two uh truas that are raisa but the last pasuk of yom trialakhem, letalmudo huba, that pasuk is left for a drusha. What is the drusha that it is left for? So this is indicated in Rashi. Uh, Rashi says halfway down on the page, on the, on the Tosfos side, on the outer margin, there's no Tosfos in here, just a tiny one at the bottom, but where Tosfos normally is, halfway down on that section on the left side of the page, on Lama Zalman Al-Farashi says, what does it mean? We needed this Pasuk to be available for the Tosfos that we had, so therefore it can't be available to tell us that there's a, a third Trua, which means that only two of the truas are Doraisa and one of them is derabana, because that Pasuk is needed for other things. However, that's only one Shita, which says that two of the truas are Doraisa and one's is and here's another shita. First of the long lines, Rebbe Shmuel Bar Nachmenu Amar Rebbe What does he say? Ahas Medivrei Torah. Only one of the three choices are do The Vishtai Medivrei How so? How did the Pesachim break up? So the Pesachim says, Vavarta Shovar Medivrei Torah. That Pesachim is teaching us that one of the choices is do-reisa. But the other two Pesachim are needed. One Pesachim says, Shabbat Son Zichron trua, And the other Pesachim says, that also is going to teach us something new. Well, we know what one of the Pasukim teach us, which is that it leaves the word trua available for the Gzereshavah, which taught us that there's a tzakiya before and after each trua. But the Huba says the Gemara, second of the wide lines, two thirds of the way down, says the what, Gemara, what extra is this Pasuk being available for, so that it, it therefore isn't available to teach us that a trua is Doraisa? Says the Gemara to teach us that this is a mitzvah, that the mitzvah of Shofar can only be done during the day. The Eidach, the other Tana, who doesn't learn the Pesukim this way, where does he learn that from? How does he know that? So we understand from the, from the Shita of Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, how he understands day and not night because he has an explicit Pesukim that talks about it. But the first Shita doesn't say like that. This was the Shita, the Gemara doesn't say the name of the person who it was, but the first Shita, which, which says that there's only one Pesukim that's Mufna for the Gzei shava. how does he learn the day and night? Is asr? So the Gemara says, he learns it out by Yom HaKippurim. Oh, you learn it from Yom Kippur? If you're going to be learning stuff from Yom Kippur already, says the Gemara, that's what, if you're going to do that, make everybody's life easier. <speaking in Hebrew> if you can learn that shofar can only be blown during the day in Rosh Hashanah from Yom Kippur, then nigmor <speaking in Hebrew> nami then the, the, the whole last blot that we've been discussing is how do we know that there's a takiyah before a trua and a after a tshuah? So, ah, like Shvi the other Tana says, no, it's not that one, it's a different Zereshavah shabbat Shvi Shvi. Says the Gemara, if you're learning from Yom Kippur, we already know those halachos. So why are you using up extra psukim over here? Says the Gemara, because this Tana was of the opinion that the words of HaVarta and Ta'aviru, which was one of the ways to learn out that there was a tkiyah before and after a trua lo mashma. Louis, says that the psukim are not mashma that way. Oh, well, that means that the words v'ha'avarta and ta'aviru that those two psukim are now available for other drushas. Says the gemara four lines into the wide lines. Says the gemara alamai dar bahu. So what are the drushas that they do with v'ha'avarta and ta'aviru? Says the gemara v'ha'avarta. What do we do with the word v'ha'avarta? masna. What did Rav teach us? Tamar of masna v'ha'avarta derech hava Remember we said that there was a possible case scenario with in very hot water you could. Uh, you could reshape a shofar and then uh, blow shofar from the other end, from the from the end that is not the natural end. But you can reshape it. That the Gemara said that was just the name of Rav Masa, And that's where we learned from from this pasuk of Havarta. Okay, what does this Tana do with the word Taviru? Says the Gemara. Ta'aviru, says the Gemara, that word is ta'aviru, shofar b'chol arzichem. That's the Pasuk that's talking about in the Times of Yehovah, letting everybody know what's going on, to tell the whole world. ne'avri You should walk around with a shofar literally in your hand. That's what Chad in the Pasuk is. what does the other Shehita say? Where do they learn out these halachas? Well, they don't need to worry about Rav Masna. They don't need a Pasuk for Rav Masna. The Rav Masna, midashani bidibure. The fact that the Torah uses the word ha'avara instead of takiya, we already know the din of Rav Masna, that it has to be blown shofar like it, like it grew. That makes sense. And ta'aviru, he doesn't agree with that ton of biyad lo You can't say that the halacha was to walk around carrying a shofar. Why not? Because the gomar avra avra because we have a separate Shava that teaches us that they were not walking around with a shofar in their hand, the way that it was communicated was by voice, and here too, by the shofar, was communicated by voice, it wasn't how to carry it in your hand, that's not what was happening, they were talking with their own voice, fine, and then the Gemara concludes this section, and then we'll get into some, uh, the actual, how we actually blow shofar now, the way that it's set up is that, we do Tasharat and then we do Tashat and Tarat. So, all that's going to be explained in the last 10 lines of this page. But before we do that, just one more part of the Drusha it says the Gemara, 12 lines from the bottom. Ula tana Today's Tana that we started with, one third of the way down, who says that we learned the Pshutos, that the Taqiya before and after the truth that it's learned out from the Midbar. But in the Midbar, they were using trumpets. They were using horns. They weren't using a shofar. Maybe we should say by Rosh Hashanah that we should use horns and not a regular shofar. Says so as we can't say that, Talmud Omar, the Pasuk says, and we've seen this Pasuk a few times, you should blow shofar when there is covering on the holiday uh, of, the, of our holiday. In what month is the moon covered? Have the Rosh Hashanah. Uh, it's really technically not true, that's not actually covered, it's just that the sun is behind, it's just set up in a way where you can barely see the moon. So, therefore, that's what we consider Rosh Hashanah, the Kama shofar, and that's what the Torah says to shofar, and therefore, according to all days, we use a shofar. Says the Gemara, how do we decide what to actually do the myself for shofar blowing? This is the actual halachic, so the next 10 15 lines that teaches us how to blow shofar. So iskin Rabbi abo, the be, abikesari, uh, shlosha shvarim trua, tikiya, tashrat. That's what we do, so we do a regular tzqiya, we do three shvarim, we do trua, which is all the small, tiny blasts, and then another tzqiya. This is mamish. What we do, says the Gemara, wait a second, that makes no sense. Manavshach, either way you look at it, a trua needs to be defined. yalil. If they're very short blasts, like we learned yesterday, then we don't need the shvarim, and the e genuche gonach. If what we say that a yavava actually means is a little bit of a longer sound, then le shvarim utkiya and don't do and don't do the trua. You, all you're saying is, is that you don't understand Pshat and what, what a Truah is, but you can't do both, sure. says the Gemara. That's exactly what he's saying. Misafkale, six lines from the bottom. g'nu He wasn't sure. So he said, let's do both. Says the Gemara, that doesn't work. Maybe really it should just be the Truah, the very short blasts. The kamafsik, shlo and now you have a in your tkiyas. You're doing the wrong things. It really should just be tirat. It should really just be shkia. Uh, sh- uh, sh- 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 it should really just be tkiyah, true tkiyah. And you inserted uh, you inserted the, the uh, shvar, which you should not have done. It should be a half-sick. Says the Gemara. No, don't worry about it. avid, avid You're right. I understand your concern, and therefore we're going to do what you want, which is tarat. After we do tashrat, we're also going to do tarat, just at kiyatua tzkia. Maybe you're wrong, and maybe it's not the short blast. Maybe really yavava is the longer blast, the Kamafsika trua bein shvaram and And there's no point at all in doing what you want to do to do tashrat because then you have the hefsik of trua between the shvaram and the tukiyah. That's also a waste of time. Don't do that says the Gemara, you're right. Because we're going to do, don't worry, we're going to do Tasharat and then we'll do Tasharat and then we'll do Tashat. So all the different iterations of TKIA will be taken care of. And Lamai said, this is what we do, says the Gemara, what problem did he fix? What problem did he fix? Ha'avde, ha, then what was the whole point of this, anyways? Why are you doing the Tashrat, it says the Gemara? Maybe it's because he held that there was another version, another idea that we haven't seen at all. That maybe a Truah is really both. It's really short sounds and long sounds. And therefore, he needs to fulfill that obligation by doing Tashrat. Followed by Tashat, in case there's a hefzik, and in case it's genuche Ganah, Followed by ta- Tarat, and in case it was Yilula Yalil. And it really was the shorter blast, and that covers all of our bases. So that's how we have developed our halacha. Tashrat, in case it was a double sound of the shorter and longer blast. Tashat, in case it was just a shvarim sound. And Tarat, just in case it was the shortest sounds. Yehachi says the Gemara, Maybe we shouldn't just do Tashrat, we should do tar- Tarshas. Maybe we should do what do we do? We do t'kia, shvarim, shrua But maybe we, if you think it's both, maybe the order should be reversed. Maybe it should be t'kia, then shrua, then shvarim, and then t'kia. Says the Gemara, no. That's not possible. Uh, although that is a suggestion. Maybe we should say, Ibcha t'kia, shrua, shlosha shvarim, t'kia, dilma yolil veganach. Maybe the short sounds come before the long sounds, and therefore the shrua should be before the shvarim. Says the Gemara, no. Stamma de milsa, kimisra, be inish when something bad happens to a person. ganach when a person is crying first it's the longer moaning sounds followed by the briefer crying sounds and those types of um, uh, those types of tears that type of crying and therefore we don't ever have a habamina that it should be a Tekiyah followed by a trua followed by a Shvar followed by tkiyah. so that's the way that we navigate it best that's the way that we navigate it which is to say uh, all of the iterations are understood and met and that is why we do what we do period the Gemara stops right here this is what we do this is how we blow shofar. This is what we do. Okay, we do a lot more of them, but this is the baseline of what we do in order to be Yotze, all of the Shitas. So, in other words, really, Mido Reisah should only be nine, but we're confused where we don't know. There's four possible iterations. So, uh, three, what is it? It's uh, one, two, it's three possible sets of iterations. So, we should, we're doing 27 kolos. Okay, that's good. And you're done with Shas, so I understand. Got it. Mm-hmm. Says the Gemara in the bottom line of La Middala and Elv, Let's continue. The Gemara says, mm-hmm. that if a person were to Put enough wind into the shofar to do two tkiyas at one time. We said it only counts as one. Omar Rav turning to the top of Lamadal and Base, final turn of the page. Shama teisha tkiyas veteisha shos biyom. You heard your minimum nine kios over the course of a whole day. Yotza. Wow. Okay. One one per hour, and you're done. So it says the Gemara Tanya. <laughs> the Brisa supports this very idea because what does the Brisa say? Two lines down. Shama teisha kios beteshah shos biyom. Yotza. However, the Brysa adds what the Gemara did not. Nine people blow shofar at the same moment. That's not possible. This goes... Back to a previous idea that we're not able to process multiple sounds at one time. Tzkiya miseh utrua If you have two people, that's a great way to save breath. You have one person do a tkia, the next person does the trua, and the next person does a tkia. Everybody's uh, using half the energy. The again, even if they alternate turns, all is well. Bafidu even coupled with the fact that it's spread out over the day, It doesn't matter. Your yotze says the Gemara. Does Rav Yochanan really say this idea? That the teshits tkiros can be spread out all day. After all, <speaking in Hebrew> that when it comes to saying <speaking in> halal <Hebrew> that if you have a hefsek that's long enough to have processed the whole halal or megillah, your hefsek's too long. You lost what you gained, and you have to, you have to start over from scratch. So how can you tell me, Rabbi Yochanan, at the very top of the page, that if you hear nine kolos over nine hours, you're yotze, you hold it by Halal and Megillah, that if there's a hefzeg long enough to, to accomplish whatever you're doing, the Halal or the Megillah, you have to start over. So it says One is his sheita, and one is the sheita of his Rabbi. Would, it, would his sheita really be what it is? Rabbi Yochanan was following. With review, they were talking and learning and walking. And he was uh, and and he was reading, uh, he was saying Kriyashma, whatever it was, that's man Kriyashma. he didn't want to lose his opportunities. So Riyabah was saying Kriyashma. when they got to alleyways that were very dirty. Ishtik Rabbi Abu stopped saying Kriyashma because he felt that the din was that you couldn't continue saying Kriyashma here. the Basr the after they passed over the alleyways, Omar Lay, he looks up at his Rebbe, he looks up to Rav Yochanan and says, what should I do? Can I finish saying uh, Shema? He says, Amarleh, im shahis, could they leave more school? Achozer Rosh? Oh, so we see Rav Yochanan Taka does hold of this halacha that, uh, that if you have an interruption that's long enough, then you are your la roche. But we just said day that according to him, he held that that didn't apply to him. That was his Rebbe's Shita. So now we see Akasha from Rav Yochanan to Rav Yochanan. So it says the Gemara, He's saying to Rabbi about something different. Lo, severely, I don't agree with you. In regards to what? I don't agree with you that you needed to stop saying Shema when you got to the alleyways. You could have just kept on going. But But according to you who holds that you have to stop saying Krieshma when you get to the Mavuos Metunafos, that when you get to these alleyways that are filled with the garbage cans, that you should stop, then according to you, I agree with that, but I don't hold like you. Okay, then the Gemara says, "Let's get into a connected sugya, a couple more quick sugyas, and then we'll stop for the night." It says the Gemara, one-third of the way down." Lama Dalad, base, Rabban, and Lamadalatim and Based the rabbis have taught us, ain ma'akvos zoes, zo." The different types of tikias are not ma'akiv one another. Brachos ma'akvos zo, zo. The different blessings of Shemona Esre are not ma'akiv one another. Tikios u shall rush shana v'yom akipur v'yom ma'akvos. So uh, that's glad we clarified this. The beginning of the Bryce is talking about. Non Rosh Hashanah days, it's talking about a tainous. They're, okay, you don't blow shofar properly. It's not the end of the world. Throughout Elul, not the end of the world. On Rosh Hashanah, we have to be more machped. But the tkiyosu brachos shal so Rosh Hashanah shal so Yom Kippur, and those are akiv My taima. What is the reason why we're more careful, more conscientious about Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? Says the Gemara. My taima. Amar Raba. Amar Hakadosh You should say in front of me, on Rosh Hashanah, you should say Malchios and Zichronos and you should blow Shofar. Malchios, famous Gemara. What is the whole goal of Malchios? That you should know, you should make me your king. What is Zichronos? That the good memories, the positive deeds that you've done should be brought in front of me. And listen to this language. Ubameh. How do you do this? How do you accomplish this? The shofar. Unbelievable idea. We often look at them, Malchios, Zichronos, Shofras. They are not the same thing. Malchios and Zichronos are content-driven. Shofar is the method to bring that up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So sometimes we're like, what kavanah should we have? So the Gemara is telling us that the way that we communicate our malchios and, and, and zikronos is by blowing shofar, a beautiful idea that brings us to the two dots halfway down. And we had said earlier in the Braysemi, that if a person, in this case means that they had the Davin Mosaf, so they Davin Mosaf, they didn't have a shofar. Let's say there's only one in town. Fine. So they say shmon esrei. They still have to say shmon esrei. So he's birich. And then Then he gets a shofar. The Mishnah had said, "It's okay, Marie. It's okay. You should blow shofar." Taima. The reason why we said that was because the lo havalei shofar meikar, because he didn't have a shofar to start with. Havalei shofar But if in fact he did have one, then Kisham lehu. If he had a shofar, then when he hears shofar, it should be aseder brachos shama lehu. He should say them within his shmon esrei, as is the minug in certain shuls, not our shul, but in certain shuls. Rav Papa, who was davening by himself, Rav Papa Bar Shmuel, he felt a little differently. Come, let's He got up to daven and be echidus on Rosh Hashanah and Amalei and he said to his servant, "Kina When I when I motion to you, Kinahirna here When I indicate to you, Tokali, I'll be in my private shmones. Right, I'm going to make a little knock on the beam, and when I do, be tokeya, tashrat, whatever the tzikias are. Go do your thing." So Amr le Ravah, Ravah says back to him, absolutely not. We don't pask in that way. Lo Amru, Lo Amru, Ela Bechever Ha'ir. Bechever Ir, the only time we say that you have to blow shofar during Shmona Esrei, that's only going to be Bechever Ir, which means when there is a tzibor, but not be yechidus. And Tanya and the bride supports the sheath of Ravah and argues against Rav Papa. Shoman, Shoman, I'll say there, I'll say there, Brachos, when you hear when you hear shofar, it should be uh, in order and it should be on the Seder Brachos. When is this true? Last of the short lines. When you're not in the Tzibur, when you're davening Shmon Esrei by yourself, even if it's otherwise the Minig of your Shul to blow Shofar during the Shmon Esrei, Allah Seder B'Shalo, uh, I'll say the Brachos. It should be in order, but it should not be in the Seder Habrachos. It should not be done during Shmon Esrei. Says the Gemara that if a person one individual what did not yet blow shofar and was not yet yotzei so then the Gemara says your friend can be motzi you however the if you have a friend who didn't say a bracha in other words shwana esray in this case ein Chavero nope you got to do it yourself. And the mitzvah, it's a strange comparison, but the Gemara, the Gemara says that the mitzvah of is greater than that of the Shemona Esrei. What does that mean? It says the Gemara, what's the case? Shtei Yaros. You've got two cities. This is a, a, a theoretical construct. You have two cities. In one city, they plan to blow shofar and not say Shmon Esri. In the other city, they plan to say Shmon esrei, but not blow shofar. So what's the halacha? The Brysa says, you should go to the place where they're being tokeh shofar, and you should not go to the place where they're only saying Shmon without shofar. Says the Gemara, thank you very much. That's ridiculous. Obviously, that's what you should do. Pshita, ha de'oraisa, and ha de rabanan. Shofar is a din do raisa davening. Maybe the structure has elements that are do raisa, but the lemaisa to din to daven. So therefore, of course, you should go to a place where you're saying, where you're hearing the t'kiah shofar, but you're not going to be saying it Says the gemara What's the case? The uh vaha This is very interesting. All right, you have a case like this. City A has a shofar, but it's a suffix. If you're gonna if you're gonna hear it. City B has a uh, minion for uh, Shwana Esrei, and they didn't they didn't have Machzorim. So you're either with the Sibur or you're not. So City A has the Shofar, no Musaf, but it's a Safek if you'll be Yotzei, and City B has has Sidurim, and you can dive on like a match. Which one do you do? It's a Safek and a Vadai. So Safek the Luchumra against a Vadai Derabana. So then the Gemara is parsing that for you. Safek Doraisa is stronger in a vacuum. We would always say that a Safek Doraisa is strong. Obviously, I'm not sure if I bench the risa, you have to bench again. This just happened to me. I got interrupted in the middle of benching by something. And I totally, I literally just did not know where I was in benching. So I don't know. Did I say the first bracha? I don't even know where I was. It was a, a Bizayon d'orisa. That was terrible. But then what do I do it? Okay, so if it's a Suffolk risa, you bench again. But here I have a suffix deraisa that I know is important, but it's held up against a, a chiyu derabanan, a mitzvah derabanan. That's a vadi. It's a great shiloh. And that the Gemara says that we we go with the suffix deraisa even against the opportunity of losing a positive mitzvah derabanan. Two dots, three fourths of the way down. That's what our Mishnah had said, and Rabban Gamliel had said at the end of our Mishnah, let's look back and see what Rabban Gamliel had said, Rabban Gamliel had said, well, that's not the right Mishnah, he had said that the Shleach tzibur can be motzi someone. Uh, I don't know, where. oh, here it is, that was what the Mishnah said on Laman Gimel, uh, that uh, everyone's obligated, and then Rabban Gamliel said, don't worry, the Shleach tzibur can be mozi everyone, so now we're going to analyze this sugya until uh, this is going to be the last suya we learn tonight, and then we'll stop about 10 lines from the bottom of the page on Lamad Hey. Let's finish up this last suga here. So Tanya, Amrlo Rabban Gamliel, Lidvarecha, Lama Tsibor Mispalan. You Rabban Gamliel, who say that a shah can be mozi, everyone. Why is it then that the tzibor is also davening? Let them stand there and say Amen and that's it. Oh, so it says Rebbein Gamliel back to the so that the Shliach Sibor can have one more opportunity while everyone's saying Shmon to organize his Shmon They didn't have a machzor laid out like we did. They had to memorize things. They had pieces of paper, whatever they had. It wasn't Masudah like we have it. So technically, according to this argument, let the Shliach Sibor get up there with his machzor, everyone's yotze. That's great, but that's not what we do. We, we always have the blend. But that was Rebbein Gamliel's point, is just to let him, let him have time to prepare. Amar lahem Rabban Gamar Lahem Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel says to them, Divrachem, according to you that everyone is has to say Shwan on their own. Lama Stehibur you Teva. Why bother having a chazan at all? Why do you need a chazan? Forget that. Everyone say your own shwunesra. It'll shorten Davening by like literally four hours and go home. What's the problem? It says Gomorrah, Amrloke the Hot Yeshaino Baki. No. The reason why we have Chazar sashats, and this is uh, uh, this is uh, an important idea, is because not everyone is such a Baki. Again, today it's a little easier because of the sudurm that we have. They didn't have a printing press until the 1400s. So we're we're talking in the Times of the Brice's now. Everything was copied over by hand? Fine. So that was what they answered. Amar Lahem, he says, Kishem Shemotsi es sheinu According to your logic, that the reason why we do Chazar sashats is in order to help people who don't know how to daven, but if the mechanics in halacha, allow for me to be motzi, the person who's not a baki, then kach motzi as a baki. If if it works for one, it works for all. If halachically I can be motzi, if one person in my chazar sashat, then nobody needs sadavan Fine. End of conversation from the tanaim. Then the Gemara says... Maybe the Chachamim backtracked in their Shita. They change their mind. Really there's no argument, and everyone agrees that there should be Khazar Sashads. But the There's a machlokes as to whether the machlokes is still a machlokes. I said, okay, so do we need to say yes or no? So then the Gemara's first opinion, Raba Rabba say, Rabba Barachana says, not a machlokes anymore, the Chachamim changed their mind. Rav says, still a machlokes, says the Gemara. Six lines from the bottom. He heard that there was a retraction from the Chachamim. And he went to go tell Rav Dimi, hey, I heard that there isn't a machlokes. Later Rav Dimi says, Hachi amarav a daini It's not true. There still is a machlokas. It's not so pash. We need to pass in a shayla. It's not so simple that we pass him like Rabbi Gamliel. Amar le Rabbi Barbrahana hachi kamar. This uh, uh, the, I'm sorry. Amar le he said Rabbi Barbrahana hachi kamar. He also says the same thing. Now what about Rabbi Yochanan Shita? Amar Rabbi Yochanan la Ifli Galei, when he said that there's no Machlokes, um, then uh, Reish Lakish argued on him. Ifli Galei, Reish Lakish, Vamra Adaini, Machlokes. Rav Yochanan clearly thought there was no Machlokes because Reish Lakish argued against him saying there was. Rav Yochanan thought that uh, that the Chachamim did retract their sheets and they agreed to Rabban Gamliel that there should be Chazar Sashat. It says Rab Yochanan, Yochanan was really of the opinion that they that there was no Machlokes. That's not possible. Rav Yochanan, he says that Allah is like Rabban Gamliel. But if you say that Allah is like Rabban Gamliel, Then what are you implying? de That implies that according to Rabbi Yochanan that there really is a machlokas. Oh, so let's try. We'll still push further to see if we can get more of an understanding. You saw the Rabbi Abba Mi when Rabbi Abba came off of a boat. Rashi shehifli besvino liyom bichazar. He was out. He had a day trip on a boat. So Pirshi explained modim chachamim the rabban gamliel bebirchos bebachos shel the shel yom He was masking in regards to the shmona esrei of Rosh Hashanah and yom kippur. The halacha and the other shita, which says that it's a halacha, you're right. It's It seems to be that they hold differently. Any, is that really true? Nothing. Not talking about the whole year, just by that one area. Ella says the gemara. You're right. of Nachman bar man modim. When we say that there is someone who's being modah in the Mishnah that we at the said, that we learned at the bottom of lamedal and that wasn't Stam Chachamim. That was Rav Meir, and the Halacha Michlal was the Rabbanan. So Rab Meir, they each have their own shitas, and there's just a, a b'risa that will explain it all. Kaftor v'ferach, and the Gemara says ten lines down on the very last amud of Maseches Rosh Hashanah, the Tanya, the b'risa writes. Re- Rosh v'shal yom Shnei mozi, Dechavos, and Devi, Rav Meir is of the opinion that when it comes to Shmona Shem, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the Shlech Tzibur can be motzi other people with their chiyu. Tzibur the Chayev, Kol Yachid Okay, That why is it that only by Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur that you what about the rest of the year? So says the Gemara, If you want to say that the reason why we're more makbed by Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to have a chazan is because there are so many psukim, but really those are not li'ikuvah, because v'ha'amarav chanan el'amarav, brilliant idea, once you say, and it's written in your Torah, you don't even have to say the rest, so could you imagine a shorter Shmonesra? You're taking away dozens of sukkim. All you have to say, yeah, Rosh Hashanah is awesome. And you wrote it in your Torah, Baruch Hashem, and move on. So Ladina, that actually counts. So if the reason why you're saying that Rosh Hashanah is different is because of all the psukim, you technically could get away with not saying them, so then you can't make that distinction. Elam, it must be mishum da'av shebrachos. It's not just the psukim. The brachos are longer, too. There's, there's nine brachos. It's not seven like Shabbos. And it's not like the ones in the year that we say every day three times a day. Okay, so that's what the Gemara answers. Gufa, let's analyze the line that we just read. Omar of Hananel, Amar Rab. Since we have this idea that once you say you don't actually have to actually read the Pesukim. We might have thought that this is true only with a yachid, but not true by a tzibur. So let's see if that if this is going to hold up. Itmar, Omar Levi. He applies it widely. And that's what he says, that this idea that when we say that all you have to say is that the Torah says P'sukim about this idea, that is sufficient. Very powerful uh, Pesach. So let's say, for example, you're in the middle of your Shmon Esrei from Musa, and you get to the part of any Musa on Shabbos, and you don't actually read the Pesukim of Yom HaShabbos, whatever the Pesukim are by Rosh Hashanah. By, uh, by Musaf on Shabbos. Now, all you say is and then you go, you skip it. So the Gemara says, You're I ah, You skip the psukim, which is Ikran Sheldvarim. The whole reason why we bring a korban Musaf is because of psukim. So that's why in Musaf we always quote psukim because it's based on a pasuk and that we're, saying, that we're bringing a Musaf. That's Every Shwanaster has psukim in it. Every, every Musaf has psukim in it because the only reason we say Musaf is because of that korban. What if you skip them? L'chor, should be That's what the Gemara says. We're going to stop right here at Amar of Laolam Yastir. We'll finish on Shabbos, Amir Hashem. on the Mazel and Amir we'll see you all on Shabbos. Looking forward to seeing you then. Have a beautiful night.